Welcome to Crime and Wine. I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchins, your host, and this is the show where I talk with other crime fiction writers about the stories of thrills and suspense that will leave you mystified, sometimes horrified, and always wanting more. Please join me in welcoming today's special guest. Hello, you guys. It's Pamela. You knew that. You're watching Crime and Wine. I am super excited in a second to introduce you to a guest who I'm meeting for the first time today, but have been aware of for many, many years. And I am thrilled to have her on the show. But I have to tell you very obnoxiously first, you know this if you've been watching for the last few weeks, that I had a rather big book launch of three books, Detective Delaney Pace, in Her Silent Bones, Her Hidden Grave, and Her Last Cry. You guys have been extremely kind in going out and reading it and reviewing it and saying nice things about it. Please don't stop. Take that and keep running with it. Um, and with no further ado and nothing more about my books, I do want to introduce you guys to Willow Rose. Welcome to the show, Willow. Thank you. It is I was telling Willow before we got on that I've known who she is for years because there's this thing on Amazon. You guys have probably seen it where when you look at a book, there'll be ads on the page that are basically like, if you like this book, you're really going to like this other book. And my husband kept saying, who the heck is this Willow Rose? <laughs> That's how I came to read your books. And I loved it. It was wonderful. Thank you for doing that. It worked. The ads worked. I read your books. <laughs> I'll give you what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if I was your target market, you hit it out of the park. Um, and so you have a brand new series out. Um, so it, this is Billy Ann Wild. You want to tell us a little bit about Billy Ann? show. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that cover. Those I did too. I, I didn't make it myself. So. <laughs> the yeah, so I really love it too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a new series that I started writing it actually almost a year ago, um, but I've been wanting to write it for some time. And I've so far written three books and the first one came out on Friday. Uh, the second and uh, the second book will be out in March and then the third one out this summer I think so we're still working on that one yeah it, 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 I don't think readers realize with these um the thirst they have for the books that you read that that means that by the time they get a book in their hands you're several down the road but still working on those books practically till the moment they get them I mean it's endless you write pretty fast I do, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I usually publish like five, six books a year. Girl, that is amazing. I, I think that I'm badass. I've done five one time and it nearly killed me. And right now I'm on a four book pace and feeling sorry for myself. So <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so now you've obviously, you've written several books, a lot of books. What for you makes Billy Ann special or different from other series that people have loved in the past and why are they going to love Billy Ann? Um, I, I just love her first of all because she, I think she's badass. <laughs> she um, second of all it's the first time I really write something very personal uh, yeah. in my main character. Um, Billy Ann is, uh, has just realized that she is gay and she has been married for like 18 years I think it is and, um, and has children with her husband and 
has been thinking about this for years and finally admitted to herself and to her husband that this is who she is now. And uh, this is something I went through. I've been going through the last couple of years. I was married yeah. for 20 years and I have two children. And all of a sudden, some years ago, I think like three, maybe four years ago, I, I started realizing that something's off and maybe it always has been. Um, so I came to the realization that, yeah, oops, I'm gay. Uh, how incredibly wonderful that you were able to, number one, figure out for yourself who you are and be able to be true to yourself and who you are, but also that you then are able to bring such authenticity and something so deep and emotional to a character who is so badass. I mean, you guys, I did the book on audio. You all know I'm an audio, basically, you know, I'm obsessed with audio and I, um, and I reviewed it for NetGalley for audio and you really, really love Billy, not only because she is, as Willow said, she's a badass. I mean, I'm not going to tell you the ending, Well, the girl's a badass, but because she bears her soul to you, the reader in this book, and risks everything, her job, her relationship with her kids, her friendship with the husband and the love they've shared, and all of that, just right before your eyes, and it's just like, oh, gets you right in the feels. So even though you're reading this book that is fast paced and murdery. It's very murdery. <laughs> That's what we like. It also gets that. So I was very impressed. Well, thank you. You're very but, welcome. Yeah. And it, it was hard to write because I, I had just gone through a lot of it uh, and all the emotions, but that's also what I like to do. I like to write about that's how actually how I deal with my feelings often is to put it into characters, give them situations that are similar. And then that's how I, I sort of, you know, deal with it and figure figure out you know, how, how I'm going to react to things and, and how to deal with stuff. So yeah. try it out on Billy Ann first, then go, Hey, yeah. that seemed to work for her. Yeah. <laughs> that shot. And that's a good way to get all, because all the feelings about the husband and how you feel like you feel guilty because you, you feel like you feel like you've, you've, you've betrayed him or you just, it's been the deceit all along the whole marriage is a scam. And because that's the question they asked, like, was it all just fake? And, but it's not, it's just that I, I didn't know. <laughs> And, and she had a line, I'm going to get it wrong, because now I'm just going off memory, not knowing this was going to be what we talked about. So you guys, this is an authentic conversation. Um, that at one point when he says, were you always lying to me? She says, well, if I was, I was lying to myself first. Yeah. And it really hits you, you know, that whole idea of, you know, yes, he's hurting, but look how much more she's hurt herself in the process. And that you're choosing between the lesser of all evils, you know, with, with this. And it, it was very, it rang very, very, very true. So oh, that is good. That is good. I, I usually compare it with like people who, who walk through life and they, 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 they need glasses, but they don't have them. And then they, they, they can see, but it's still, it's not really clear. But when they, yeah. when they put on the glasses, they're like, Oh, now I understand. Now I yeah. see. It all I, now I, becomes clear. Yeah. I was and that's how it felt for me when I realized that I was like, oh my God, now everything makes sense. <laughs> everything in my life, everything well, in my life. <laughs> and and with all this going on, it just, it, I'm going to say it doesn't affect her ability to, to be a badass and fight crime because she's still out there doing her thing while she's juggling so many people's emotions and expectations and disappointments and fears, et cetera. Yes. She just has to walk out that door and still be Billy and wild. Yeah, exactly. But she does and, and deal with her colleagues who, you know, in in that line of work, it, it can be a little difficult to be 
to be gay. Absolutely. I mean, not only is it a man's world, right? We're talking law enforcement, guys. So we're yeah. talking about it's yeah. it's a it's a place for tough people and and people that um, can sometimes treat each other fairly harshly and be fairly hard on women and even harder on people that are different in other ways, like being gay. So, yeah, Billy Ann has a lot to to wade through. Um, so, with respect to the plot in the first book, how do you keep coming up with these plots that are complex and scary as hell? <laughs> And fun to read. Where do you get your ideas? From everything and everywhere. You know, people, we go out, we talk to people, they tell me their story or, yeah, meet people at a bar or meet people at a dinner table. Or I just read something. It, it shows up, you know, on Facebook in my newsfeed or I follow the news closely and I see, oh, okay, this is an interesting story. It's crazy as heck, but <laughs> it could be a good book. So Yeah. Isn't it weird how you think... I'm never going to be able to come up with the really horrible things people do that'll make there be plausible motivation for my detective to risk everything to solve this crime. And then it's like, oh, I just read it in the news. Yeah, they are that sick. Exactly. And it's sometimes reality really, you know, is, is way worse than what I could come up with. Yeah. And do you feel like sometimes you have to tone it down for the page or do you just let it go? Because otherwise people go, this, this is unrealistic. And that's also why I always put the links at the end of the book to the stories that inspired me because then people can go see it actually happened, not in the exact same way, but it, it something similar has happened. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good idea. So when you are sitting down, for instance, to write um, Billy, Billy Ann, I love that name, by the way. It's a good Southern oh. name. For, she's The books are based in Florida. Yes. So there's that good Southern, you know, um, swampy feel to it. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> And um, and I love how um, that that she is in this environment. It's the deep south. So again, we're getting into it's not just a cop, but it's deep south and really a challenging environment to be her authentic self. But it just absolutely came rang completely true. And I love that you're able to tie people back to those real stories. Do you ever feel like that your characters are telling you the story, that you think it's going one direction and that as you flesh out a character, that they're like knocking on your head going, oh, you had it wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. that happens a lot. That's happened. <laughs> I, have, I have all these ideas when I start writing and, and the end of when, when I sit with the book afterwards is never what I intended it to be. Uh, <laughs> things happen and, and yeah, people change. <laughs> do, you, do you find yourself somebody that sits down and does a really thorough outline about how you expect it to go or do you just dive in? I do an outline, but not a thorough one. Yeah. Uh, I usually write just like, I want to say the first 25 chapters or something, just in brief words, what I kind of want to, where are we going with this chapter? Where are we going with this chapter? But it's only like the first, um, yeah, 25. And after that, I kind of just let the story unfold. But I always know where I'm going. I always know uh, what the, the end is going to be, you know, where we're going to land. That, a lot can happen in between. Oh, yes. But I know <laughs> where we're going to land. No, we are land. aiming. We are aiming for this shore. Have you yeah. ever had the bad guy change midstream. Oh, yeah. I actually often do that. This is a little secret of mine that I often write, start writing, thinking there's like three possible villains, you know, yeah. three possible that could it could be. And then like halfway through the book, I go, okay, now I got to decide who is it. Exactly. I have, I have this thing that if I don't, I, I don't know, then the reader won't know either, you know? So yeah, that's, that's just me. But 
I think it's a fun way to do it. The 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 second to last book that I wrote, um, the third one in this, we, we write, you guys, we write right now for the same publisher. You'll find authors write in a lot of different spaces, but right now Willow and I are, are occupying, part of our world is occupying the same space. And so the, the last book in the series that I just put out, I, I didn't know until I wrote the chapter who I was going to pick because I'd done that whole, it's going to be someone in this universe of people. And I'm going to write as if it could be any of them up until the end. And then I'm going to figure out when they figure out. So yes, yes. yes. And I, I think that works really well because people can get it, guess it because you didn't know when you wrote it. So yeah, I, I love it. And now with um, the comments that are coming in, I meant to tell you, we had one a minute ago that's that one of the listeners has a cat named Willow Lavender Rose. Oh, that's beautiful. That's very we had a cat in the background a minute ago maybe your cat yeah. will come back yeah, through. that was titus he's he's a troublemaker so you've got a cat do you I have two, two cats and a dog yeah two cats and a dog do they get along yes they do they really love each other it's it's weird but the dog is a golden doodle he's he's like he has oh. no temper he's just wants to lay and, and relax and yeah. And, and they, they they jump him and they do all kinds of stuff and he doesn't even care. He's just <laughs> those golden doodles are like the sweetest the sweetest animals on earth. It's like they, really they are, yeah. all the poodle out of them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I love I love him so much. Then we also have Charlene Zalka. I've been meaning to ask um, Charlene how to say her last name. So phonetically spell that in a comment for me before I say it wrong. It could be Capodes. Capodice could be, I don't know. So anyway, tell us in phonetically how you spell it. But she says she's looking forward to reading it. You're going to enjoy it, Charlene. It's very, very fast paced. Um, it is, uh, it's one where you've got to use a lot of brain as the detective, but you've also got to use a lot of brawn. You, she's She's got to come out strong. So you're going to love those elements about it. Um, and with respect to the next two books in the series, do you plot your series out in advance? Do you do a multi-book arc with them? Or are you pulled off to see how the first one goes? I like to have like a, like a, 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 bit, a bigger story arc for the main character, uh, but not one that, that if, you, if you just read the one book, then that's fine, you, you'll be fine. But, but I like to hint something that comes back in, in the next book and the next, because you know, you wanna, first of all, often those stories are way too big to put in a little book. Yes. Uh, second of all, you want people to keep reading. So it's, it's nice to, for them to be curious. I wonder what that was about, you know. Why exactly. Writing with her brother, you know, and some stuff like that. Yeah, because so often they're reading, as much as they love the fast-paced, thrilling, murdery books, they also fall in love with Detective Billy Ann Wild, and they fall in love with the other characters, and they're tuning in to see as she solves the next crime, what shit are her kids going to be up to? Yeah, exactly. Is she going to find love? Okay. And Charlene says it's Capodice. Thank you, Charlene. You're very nice to give, to give us that little hint. Yes. Go definitely check out Willow's books. She has some for you to choose from. So now we're going to play the game or go into the part of this chat where I ask you some of the same questions I ask other crime fiction authors. And I'm going to um, let the readers get a glimpse into how you are like or not like them. So, um, so first of all, easy one, sushi or pizza? It's actually hard for me because I like <laughs> both, but I do, I, if I have to choose then I'll say pizza. Okay. Okay. We had someone once, 
I think it was Michelle Chenard, M.M. Chenard may have said that she liked to eat her sushi with her pizza, but that's a little too far for me. It's a little yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, and um, we've already talked plotter or pantser. I'm going to say you kind of are a little of both. Yeah, yeah. Plotter or pantser. Do you... Um, do you have like a certain vibe, like a place you write or an outfit that is your writing kind of go-to clothes or mostly just a tank top and maybe yoga pants. That's it's Florida. It's warm all year round. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now your accent is not Floridian. No, it's true. I'm from Denmark originally. I've, I've lived here 15 years now. So I, I was in Federation, Denmark last year for months. Um, oh, yeah. My husband um, had a, a assignment there. And so we were um, bouncing around Denmark and really enjoyed it. We loved Copenhagen. And uh, what time of year? It was winter. Oh, but we live in Wyoming, so we were like, "Where's oh, the?" Oh yes, you're used to it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. part of the reason I moved. It was just I can't stand the darkness. Yeah, just, oh, the darkness was. We have a lot of family in Sweden, and we we've always managed to end up visiting in November. And yeah, they're like, it's the worst, the worst month. That's yeah. the worst month. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, because it's so dark. And in December, that's you know, you'll at least have Christmas and candle lights and Christmas lights and, and something to look forward to. But like November, there's just nothing but rain. Yeah. Come in July, come for midsummer, you know. Yes, the summers <laughs> are great. The summers are great. I mean, they're not warm, but they are they're nice and beautiful. Do you get back? Do you do you get back to Denmark? I usually go back like in the summer. I'm actually going back for Easter too. Uh, my youngest son is is has taken a, a year to go to a school in Denmark. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's 16, so he he took 10th. He's taken 10th grade there. So I'm gonna go visit him and see. It's a theater school, so where they live on the school and stuff. So he's he's having a lot of fun, and they actually just went to Norway on a skiing trip. So yeah, they yeah, he's having fun. But I miss him so much. So I have to go see him for Easter. Yeah, it's very hard. Um, my husband and I are a second marriage with his, his and her kids, but his middle daughter went away to swim um, elsewhere for a year and it, it just nearly broke him. You know, it's like you want him to fly and chase their dreams, but you're like, that was a precious year of your childhood. I will never get back. Exactly. <laughs> it is. And I'm so happy that he's having fun, but oh my God, my heart. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so our uh, Swedish family, every time they come to the U.S., they're like, we don't want to visit you in Wyoming. We want to go to Florida. So yes. I laugh when they want the heat. <laughs> I want the heat. I want the sunshine. So anyway, we digress. But um, all right. So it is um, it's happy hour. It does Billy Ann or Willow, what would you be ordering? Either one. We can get in character. We can stay author. Yeah. I mean, a good Cosmo is always, uh, you know, or Prosecco we you like the yeah. bubbles. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles are good. The bubbles yeah. are good. Um, and if you won the lottery, what would be the first few things you'd spend your winnings on? Well, first of all, I think I would actually, you know, give some money to my relatives. And then I would probably go travel the world, you know, go on like a cruise and travel around or, yeah, just travel and write books wherever I went. And that That's actually my dream to do. You know, go two months to Australia or something like that, and then just write a book there that takes place there. Yeah. That you you need to hang out with my husband and I for a year. Then last year I wrote a book in Denmark, and this year I wrote one in California, and this year I'm going to be writing a book in France because we go to France next. So just oh. come with us. Just oh, that sounds amazing. That's exactly what I want. As soon as the kids, you know, take off, then I'm, I, that's what I want to do. Exactly. Well, we had to wait for the kids. You know, before it yes. was like. 
hi, honey, I'm, I'm, I'm back for a day and I'm leaving for another <laughs> trip and you're here with the kids. So have fun. <laughs> okay. So which part of writing would you say you enjoy most? First draft, research, or the rewrite? Oh, first draft. First draft? Yeah, I love just writing and just getting for the, because I always spend a lot of time uh, thinking about the book before I start doing it. And, and I always wait until I'm, I'm about to explode and I, and I just have to start writing. I have to get it out. Yeah. So it always goes really fast. And I'm so excited because I've been, I've been thinking about this story. Sometimes I lay awake at night thinking about it and I just, I'm so ready. So I just need it out. And I love, I love that feeling of just creating something. Rewriting, yeah. not so much. That's not, oh, I hate it. You know, I can, I, right now in this book, I can relate. I'm having a creative release and I don't have it often. I'm usually on like, this sucks. I hate it. I want the rewrite where I can see that it's not going to suck. But this one book, I feel that way. I can totally, I can totally see that. Mitzi wants you to know she's in Florida too. And then 70 tomorrow. And um, I think that she's just trying to make people in Denmark feel bad when she says, yeah, I do that all the time. I meant to tell you that I actually have a good friend from Denmark that lives in Wyoming. Funny oh. story. She decided that she wanted to move to America and marry a cowboy. And so by God, when she was 18 years old, she did. Wow, that's <laughs> a good story. She's a horse trainer. She's a horse trainer, a country musician, all these cool things. Oh. She breeds dogs, raises dogs. She's like, I'm living the dream. So shout out to Christina. Um, and, uh, Nice. Mitzi says both of you have so much energy. Thank you. Thank you. How, uh, this is a totally off script um, question. And um, and I'm looking at the time and we're close to wrapping up. I swore that I would never let these shows go so long that no one was commenting anymore. But um, when you are in the creative zone, you are a fast writer. About how many words do you write a day? I when write around 5,000 words a day. Yeah, that's I was, that's what I do too. I think I must take longer breaks between books than you. Um, I give myself really long breaks. I'm gonna be. Yeah, honest. I don't really do that. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't feel good if I'm not writing. Yeah, I feel restless. I'm, I start cleaning up, and my kids go, "What's going on? <laughs> Why are you vacuuming all of a sudden?" And then I just know I have to write. I have to start again. I start a new book. So then I would rather take like a couple of days off after I start a new one, as long as I know that it's there and I started it. Yeah, that you aren't, that it's not out in the ether and you're going to miss grabbing it because you moved away. You yes, know, it's and, like, and for some yeah. reason, I'm, I'm always scared that it's going to stop, you know, that, that I can't come up. Even <laughs> if I have so many stories in my head and then the more I write, the more I get, I feel like I'm always yes. scared. What if I can't write another book? Yeah, the idea will never come again. Like I sit down, like the, like uh, my editor uh, was like, okay, pitch the next three books. And I was like, well, I may not be able to think of stories. You understand it's may, maybe the last book I ever wrote was the last one I gave to you. It's, it's always possible. And by Monday, it was like, I have six. Do you want three? It's me six. But it, it's a really, really, really cool thing. Um, so Charlene Capadice says this was so much fun. Thank you both. Which is a great prompt for us to say yes. thank, thank you guys out there. Yeah. It was re and Willow, thank you. It's been a long time coming to meet you yes. as I, as I like virtually stalked you on my book pages on the internet. And I've enjoyed it so much. That's wonderful. I had a great time. You guys go and check out Detective Billy Ann Wild. And the first book in the series is Don't Let Her Go. You can learn more about Willow at her website. Is there a best place that you would want to direct people 
who love to follow authors. So I could, the best place to see you either on social media or learn things yeah. about your website. I mean, I have a mystery group if anybody wants to join that. Um, Tell us. It's called Willow Rose Mystery Group, I think. I Is don't really participate. I, I write sometimes in there, but mostly I let people, you know, talk about the books and, and have fun with that. Yeah. So, Is that a Facebook group? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you guys go check out Willow Rose Mysteries on Facebook and Willow. I look forward to the next one and uh, I will, um, I'll see you on down the road. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And you guys, I have to, you know, go through the obligatory, how to find out information about the last shows and the next shows, which is at my website, PamelaFaganHutchins.com. It never hurts my feeling if while you're there, you check the books out too. Uh, got them in all the formats. I forgot to ask Willow what her favorite format was, but you know, mine's audio, but I got large print, whatever you need. And finally, Crime and Wine. Wait, I'm out of the halo zone here. For those of you that are watching with my fake background, if I move my hand too far, woo, it disappears. So here we go. Scout's Honor, Crime and Wine is a solely owned and copyrighted production of Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, a digital media corporation with over 4 million viewers and listeners in 153 plus countries. I got it. See you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in again with me. I think you are the greatest. Now let's see how well I do this outro. Three, two, one. Thanks for joining us today on Crime and Wine, chats with crime fiction authors and Pamela Fagan Hutchins. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll check back in with us next time for more thrills, suspense, and stories that will mystify, sometimes horrify, and always leave you wanting more.